Hey, podcast community, it's Eric, and I've got something exciting for all you online entrepreneurs out there. If you're looking to take your e-commerce store to the next level, you need to check out Aurora Repricer. With Aura, you can effortlessly reprice your Amazon inventory automatically. Ready to elevate your Amazon business? Head over to stigmasandopenwounds.com slash Aura. That's A-U-R-A to get started. everyone welcome to a new stigmas and open wounds i'm tracy i'm eric all right so we're gonna do something a little bit different today so today eric is gonna be the main host and he's gonna ask me some questions why are we doing this well hey why not switch a few things up for the new year right well we're only gonna do this for january and i believe first episode in february and well because I got a little bit on my plate with this uh, seasonal depression thing. So he said, I'm going to help you out because he's a good husband. So I thought, why not let him help me out? And that way I didn't have to plan anything. And I could sit back, relax, let him do the hosting duties. So Eric, why don't you let us know what this this episode's about? Well, the topic that I actually... I'll be honest, I didn't come up with the topics. I'm just a- asking questions. Tracy came up with the topics. Actually, but... we came up with these topics together. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> they're in, they're in on fa- my Facebook Messenger as a message coming from Tracy, so I consider Tracy coming up with questions. Eh. So we're going to talk about the holidays and seasonal depression. Are you ready? I'm ready. So obviously seasonal depression and the holidays are two separate things, correct? They just happen to happen around the right time. Yeah, I mean, you know, and obviously there's holidays that happen throughout the year, but when we think about the holidays, there's a whole lot of holidays that stack on top of each other right around seasonal depression. I I guess we should be clear on that, that when we're talking about the holidays, we're talking about the string of Thanksgivings and Christmas all stacked together, New Year's all together at at around the same time. And whatever holiday, you know, you, you celebrate, whatever. So, and in conjunction with that, periodically, or we have seen every year that Tracy's level of depression drops. She... You know, coming out of out of uh, the summer because the summer's you know sunny, bright, happy. I mean, everybody's probably in a better mood during the summer, and then you kind of crash down and you start right. having bad times once it starts getting colder, darker, crappier outside. Right, and and I would like to state that right now we have we have really windy weather outside, and it is negative nine or ten degrees, and then. You know, then you add on our wind chill, and oof, I don't even know what that would bring it to. So, yeah, today we have some beautiful, beautiful weather for us today. So that that can add to it. So, so, so let's just say, and you can clarify if you think I'm wrong on this, but somewhere in the October time frame, you start heading down, start getting a little bit more depressed, and right. and things like that, and then. Right as as you're hitting that, you start mm-hmm. having to need to worry about these co- holidays coming into the of picture. Course. Which maybe for a lot of people out there, the, the holidays are like the time of the year 
makes you happy, makes you, but right. I don't think there's anybody out there that unless they're like a five-year-old kid that can say that the holidays don't have their stresses that come with them right. getting ready, blah, blah, blah. Right. I think as you get older, the, the holidays become a little bit more stressful because as you get more more parties that you have to go to and then suddenly it's like oh you need to bring this this or whatever you know your your calendar starts to to fill up so so the first question i would ask you with this is so you're coming in so you're hitting that depression part of uh, in october now with the uh, oncoming holidays is that do you think that raises your spirit or do you think that just adds to the depression because of the stress of dealing with the holidays i think that adds to to that depression or darkness because all of a sudden you know i saw i saw this 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 post and it was like suddenly you hit november and it's like you're in school again or something like that or at work and you have you know so many deadlines and two months to hit that all these deadlines and and it's like yeah this is this is so true you know you have how many holidays and then you have how many parties that you have to go to or you feel inclined to go to and then they're like oh yeah everybody over this age has to bring uh, a dish and sign up for a dish to bring and oh yeah we're doing a gift pass and then oh yeah we're doing this and this and and then of course once you get married you you know y- you have another family to go to so when i was younger all i had to worry about was this side of the family this side of the family you know this this grandma and grandpa's house this grandma and grandpa's house no big deal and you just went where your parents took you so now it's like okay you know i go to your family's house my family's house the big big family the big family and then the smaller Christmases, smaller Christmases. And then it's everybody under 25 has to clean the dishes and all this stuff. And it gets really, it can get really stressful. And then you have to, like, I like to think about creative gifts to give people. Well, that gets hard every year to think of creative gifts because as you get older, you just buy what you want, right? So all of this stuff starts to add up. And then I'm sitting here kind of gloom and doom depressed and I'm not wanting to do even the things that are on my regular to-do list so then you add on this holiday to-do list and then all these social gatherings and and it gets really really hard and then and then and then you want to go a level deeper then you start to go to these social gatherings and everybody is either happy or pretending to be happy and then you have to pretend to be happy because if you say that you're not happy they're like well why it's the holidays <laughs> the holidays are happy and you can't say that seasonal depression i mean it's gloomy look at outside <laughs> because they're like but holidays yay you know so it's it's really hard to be that one person out that's not happy even though you know that you're not the only person there who doesn't want to be there. So it is really hard. It's like a long haul between November and December with those holidays. And like October isn't so bad. That's when you start to feel it. And at least I have Halloween and and all that in there. 
it, it's it's just when I start to feel like okay, I'm I'm getting it, but but you know that all this stuff is happening is is gonna come. But yeah, like November December, that's that's a long haul, and like. With Thanksgiving, when you start hearing people saying, oh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks for our Christmas party, then you start to, to feel like, oh my gosh, this is this is hell. <laughs> so it really adds on to that, to that depression. Like, I don't want to go out right now and see people, but I feel like I should. I, like, I kind of feel like I have to at least make one of these parties, if not more of them, and, and pretend to be happy. And... It's hard. So have you ever sat down and reflected on this? Because now, okay, we talked about that that October time frame, seasons start changing, you start to get depressed, and then you follow into um, the holidays. And it sounds, based on what you just said, it sounds to me like the holidays don't add a reprieve or any sort of like relief to that. It just piles onto that depression. Right. So can you talk a little bit about like, okay, so how much of the depression do you think has to do with just with the changing of the seasons? And and because when you look outside, it's gloomy as hell right now. And how much of it has to do with the holidays itself? And to kind of clarify, like, once the holidays are over, is that when you start seeing that spirit pick up a little bit? Or, Or do you think... No, not really. It it's just kind of you know, that's a good question. I do I do feel a lot better when 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 the holidays are better, I will say. I don't start to feel better until probably March ish. And that's when I kind of get away from here for a while. Um but but really and that's and that's honestly when I start to see a little bit more light and all that stuff. But I do feel like a big uh, I guess I guess the good the good example is when introverts get to go home at the end of the night and they close the door and they have the big sigh of relief. That's kind of what I feel like after the holiday season is done and I know the last party is done. That is the big sigh of relief that I have when the holiday season is done. I say it is over. Thank God. And now is that kind of just a very temporary thing? Because it's okay, it it's kind of like a temporary, well, and it, then okay, now you're old, now you've moved past that, and now everything just kind of goes sliding down again. Yeah, until kind it gets of, warm. kind of. I mean, it at least takes something off of my plate, but but it uh, but it it doesn't take the depression away because it's still gloomy outside. It's still it's still cold. There's still very little sun, so. What what originally caused the depression is still there. There's just not a huge task list that is also weighing on me. So at least at least there's something that that is kind of helping to be gone. And and like I I try to get all my anything for Christmas done ahead of time. But obviously, if you have to cook something, make something, whatever. That you can't get done ahead of time. You know, you do whatever you can ahead of time. But but yeah, I mean the the whole the whole holiday season being done with, it does it does help, but it's probably like a five, ten percent help for me. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that 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 
that this is across the board for everybody. There's people, like, I know my mom goes nuts for Christmas. She's like a little elf. She should work at Santa's workshop, honestly. So the holiday season would probably help her seasonal depression if she had it. So this would be... Which, to be fair, I'm going to say that that when we say if she had it, I kind of believe that everybody... Everybody probably has it to an extent. Yeah, if you think, well, I mean, unless you're an avid, like, winter sports type person or something, that there's something you really look forward to in the winter, everybody has a drop of spirit. Once it it gets cold, miserable, you're cooped up in your house, you can't walk out and just take a fresh breath of, you know, air outside, you can, but your lungs will freeze up and you'll die, you know. Yeah, that would happen to us today. Well, yeah, and because, like, I know my my online psychiatrist, she said... She works with people in, in Texas, and they were talking to her last year about the seasonal depression, and she was surprised. She's like, I, I just it, I couldn't fathom it because it was in Texas, and I would go to Texas probably to get away. Honestly, I don't know why you'd go to Texas. I'm just joking here. Ooh. Sort of. No, Whoa, but look, no. <laughs> look at that tight burn on pulling, Texas. Pulling the knives. But no, she she couldn't. She couldn't fathom it, but then she's like, well, I guess there is a change of seasons there, too. You know, so, I mean, really, you get it all around. So, honestly, I do feel like people's spirits do change no matter where you are, when you are. It, it's just, but, but yeah, I mean, I I don't appreciate the holidays, like these holidays, the the way that I used to when I was a kid. And, and yeah, I'm not, not saying that I don't love giving gifts i love giving gifts it's just that that i'm just i'm i'm kind of with this whole seasonal depression thing and my migraines and just everything like that i'm just too exhausted around this time of year to be able to enjoy all of this stuff i mean i'm being torn in so many different directions so i can't you know when you were a kid you got to be able to to just enjoy the the opening of gifts and seeing your cousins and and you know having the parties at school and all that stuff whereas whereas now there's a lot of doing i mean i saw a post on online last night and i don't know if it was a joke or serious but i it could be to me i i can take it as serious because it's like during the pandemic this person uh they they generally don't celebrate christmas and he's like I had to stay back. I celebrated Christmas with my with my roommates. Usually, I go home wherever and uh, and celebrate it. Whatever I, this person celebrated with their parents in whatever country, and he's like, I took it very seriously, and I wanted to relax on Saturday. Nope, we had to decorate the inside of the house. I wanted to 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 relax the next Saturday. Nope, we had to to decorate the outside of the house. I wanted to to relax the next Saturday. No, we had to do cookies. And it's like, that is exactly what it is. You cannot <laughs> relax. And it's like, you can't, it, it, it's, it's, it's exhausting. And when it, you're already exhausted. You know, I think, I think that Tracy owes me a thank you because um, I'm a major Scrooge McDuck when it comes to Christmas. Like I, I, I don't really like, it took me many, many years. I finally got it to the point where Tracy only hangs up a very small Christmas tree now, and, and doesn't I put love up a, it. doesn't put up a full Christmas tree. But for so many years, I was like, "Why are you putting this crap up? 
just don't put it up. Who cares? And so you, you owe me a massive thank you because I don't make you cook Christmas cookies on weekends or anything like I that. Know. You know, the that only thing true. that we have to do is like the family stuff. So. And you don't even make me do that. No, which but. Is, which is good. But which, I, you would have to admit that there's a certain level of uh, pressure put on. I mean, well, not yeah. by any individual person, but there's just an expectation that you should do those things. So, Well, right, right. So. I mean, so I, I, I do what I can do, but then it's like, well, you know, if I have a migraine or whatever, I'm not doing it. Oh, I, I think another something that we kind of didn't touch on with this is that, okay, there's obviously different seasons that push you into a, a, a drew, drew me or mo- more dreary mood. Thank you. I, I'm not very good with English grammar, so I apologize to everybody. So I'm curious is, is go- coming into winter. Is that one of the roughest? Oh gosh. Yeah. Mood switches for you. Or is there another part of the season that is, I would imagine that like, Fall or not fall, but um, spring would be rough one. But I guess you're already in a bad place, and actually, it probably just gets a little bit better. So yeah. So the thing is with with spring, it's it's kind of like it's it, it's it's kind of hard to explain the thing. It's is, it's a it's a change, but it's actually a change. Probably it's a change for the, the better. better. Yeah. So so if you were to go from summer to spring. That would be a rough transition, but because you're but going it, from it, winter to spring, it's not as rough, it, basically. Well, and it might not even be that rough because it's it's a slightly more gradual because it's it's a little bit more of it it's a it's a step. Yeah, but I I mean, think about it when you're I would argue that that it's the same thing with winter. It's not like Yeah. It, it's not like it goes from seventy degrees down to 20 degrees in a day right it's it's a it's a gradual decline right but yeah i mean and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of factors into it you know i i can't sit out in the backyard anymore i get more migraines i granted i was this summer anyway um but there's there's just a lot of different different things that that happen with with the seasonal changes with me um, and and you'll notice that that then with with the sunny weather, I was waking up earlier, and now the, with the with the gloomier weather, I'm just I'm still waking up semi early, but I'm not waking up as early. And then there's some days when I I do wake up somewhat early, and then I'm like, what's the point? And then I stay in bed. <laughs> so so yeah, I think just the the darker weather is is hard on me. So if I was if I was making a uh, a switch from say like summer to spring that could be a hard transition it might not be as hard because it would still be warm-ish but it would still be it would be chilly because I'd still have to wear a jacket and and all that but like this is this is frigid right now so I mean it, it hurts to walk outside it really does and there's there's no sun at least in spring there's sun and you can see you can see some foliage outside you can see some flowers trying to bloom and and like with fall at least there's there's some colors on the trees of course now we don't get much fall mm-hmm. so that's the thing like i like fall 
So I at least get a little bit of happiness during fall. But the problem is we don't have much fall anymore. Well, we don't really know if we have fall because we are completely gone. Well, and, that, fall. and that's, <laughs> that's the problem. That's, that's the thing with this year is like we were gone for almost all of November. So I didn't really have. And a big chunk of October, too. So Yeah, for so. two weeks in November, or October. So I didn't get my seasonal depression until probably like right the first week in December because all of a sudden we got back and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I think I'm depressed. Oh, yeah, I'm really depressed. And that was a that's a great segue into what my next question will be. And this will be the final question before we start talking about what you do to deal with this. Okay. But um, because we were in Portugal, so now for anybody that's listening that doesn't really know Portugal weather, the entire time we were in Portugal for most of November, uh, what would you say, like, Probably it, high 50s to 70s just about every day wherever we yeah, were in I Portugal. Would say, I would say a lot of times it would say, I would say it was like probably mid 60s. I, I had probably a sweatshirt and jean jacket on a lot of days. That It rained a lot of days uh, off and on. And it was it was kind of fall weather a lot of times. You you could see a lot of fall foliage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it was just a little bit warmer than than it would have been here. So we kind of had a pro, uh, a delayed uh, fall. So for did, us. did you feel like that made this year rougher for you because it was a more dramatic change when you came home? Or do you think Oh. Or do you think that that it was just kind of, you know, like it it seemed if anything, it might have helped you because normally you would have hit this towards the end of October, early November, and we kind of pushed it off for a month because you were in nice weather. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, for much me, much better weather than you would have been if we would have been here. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was nice weather. I like fall, so mm-hmm. it was kind of like fall for me. You know, I, honestly, it, it's kind of hard to explain. So I would say it almost made it easier. It made it easy and hard. Okay, this is this is going to be really weird to to explain. So the reason it made it easy was because it kind of put it off and I got that that almost free month mm-hmm. where I was in the the kind of fall weather and we got to just play around and whatever and and just just hang out in in Portugal and and have their weather mm-hmm. and it was about at least 10 or 20 degrees warmer than what we would have had so that was great the bad thing was that all of a sudden we came home and probably within a week all of a sudden i it was like i hit a wall so it's really hard to say whether it was good or bad i would say it was probably better but cuz i couldn't but but i couldn't ease my way into it and a lot of this is going to play out to, to we're going to have to find out now, because it hit you later this year. Does that potentially mean that it's going to last longer in the ne- in the next year? Which I, in theory I, it shouldn't, in, because I do think it's very closely tied to the weather. Right. So as long as in the weather theory, changes the way it's supposed to, which we never know what our weather is going to do. That's what I was going to say. I feel like this like, weather is supposed to be pretty bad this year. I think. I mean, I don't know. So I think it all depends on the way the weather's going to be. Mm-hmm. So as long as, you know, we're still able to get away in March and granted who knows how Tennessee's going to be in March, but 
will be gone for two weeks in uh in april too so you know as long as we can kind of keep doing our stuff that will that will help so i i I honestly think it it all has to do with the weather A, a big part of it is the weather so i don't think it'll last longer because it came later it's it's a big thing is the weather mm-hmm. really so yeah i mean that that's and and there yeah there's other factors but it's yeah i i i wouldn't say that it would last longer because it came later just because it you know it's 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 not like something that's that's got a time factor like like a woman's you know something in a like it, it's not it's not like that you know like well we we come for seven days and then we're done like no it's it's not like that and i and i would say for my observations um i would say that it has been a lot better for you because i can i want to say that like last year it was like to the point where I mean, it was so bad that you weren't eating and sh- and stuff like I that. I think that was my migraines last year, though. Why? I wasn't yeah, actually, eating. I think you're right, which is is interesting that the migraines haven't been that overly. Um, yeah, I've only yeah. had a couple of days where I couldn't do that. But yeah, so I guess now I w- what I want to do is I want to kind of turn it, and I want you to talk about like, okay, so obviously it seems like this time of year, so you're coming in to that downward sloping mood. Then you get hit with this, we'll call it a stress ball of the holidays, put on top of it. So, I mean, thinking broadly, I got to imagine that this is probably one of the hardest times of the year for you. Yeah. Because it's just kind of the perfect storm of all these things. And, And that said, like for anybody that's sitting out there thinking, how could you not like the holidays? It's so much fun. And it's like, it's just difference in people. Some right. people see the holidays as being a stress ball because they have to make this, do this, do this, do this, and, right. and, well, and stuff like that. And the... other people are just excited because, you know, they get to be around people and, and you know, celebrate or whatever. Right. Well, and if you're out of so, commission on the couch, like with the migraine, how many days out of the, the week, too, that, that doesn't help. Right. So. So, so is there anything you have done have learned to do over the years to help alleviate the stress of this time of the year? Or is it one of these things where you just got to kind of brace yourself for it and just hunker down and, and get through it? Yeah. Well, and I talked about some of this stuff on the stress of the holidays episode. So if you haven't listened to that, I would definitely give that episode a listen. Um, But I, this year, definitely I barely decorated which I might decorate more next year, but I only put up our our little tree. I I even did not put up our stockings, which I the other day our friend Jason asked us, "What did you get for the cats?" and I said, "Oh my god, I forgot to get our cat something. I need to dig out their stockings." Not cool. Not cool. I know. I know, but I did get them something. I just haven't gotten out their stockings yet. So that was that was the one one mess up on my part. I didn't get their stockings out cuz I do have I have kitty stockings. Um but so yeah, I I did not put up hardly any decorations. I I legitimately just put up our our mini tree which took maybe 15 20 minutes and then I I put up our outside lights and I which consisted of 
one of those lights that like shines against the house with multiple lights, which means that you stick it in <laughs> in the ground. So that takes a minute. And then I put up some bush lights and half of them were out. So I said, nope. <laughs> and I took those <laughs> off. So, I mean, that that I just, I was like, you know what? I don't want to this year. So that that was one thing I did. I just said, I'm not going to do it. Um, I I basically, I made, I chose easy things to make for the holiday dessert when I was going to make dessert for, for uh, our our family dessert and then i haven't decided yet if i'm gonna go to to the other family christmas next tomorrow night that that's just that's a day of thing mm-hmm. you know kind of uh see what my mood and migraine are like so those are some things that i've done to make it easier oh and then also you know as as things have kind of come along throughout the year for like christmas ideas for people i kind of keep them either in my head or I get by them right off the bat because I know that this time of year can get harder. So, I mean, I've, I've kind of learned that from my parents earlier in my life anyway, but I try to do that anyway because it's just like, like, oh, it just, I know that this time of year gets hard. Mm-hmm. So why, why kind of, you know, wait for that, that like, oh, that insane time. So those are a few things that I've done, but there's, I mean, there's some stuff that it's just really hard to prepare for too, mm. because you don't know when the parties are going to be. So, yeah, I mean, like I, I'm pretty good at picking up gifts throughout the year when I can, not that that always works. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have a tendency to have to get that at the, the last, not the last minute you always have things at the the last minute that you have to do you know like the the um the whole pick something for for this uh this party that you have to make do you want to make appetizer dessert whatever whatever um and then you obviously can't make it until the day or the day of the day before and and that's always fun if you're not feeling in the mood and all that so yeah and they don't care if you're not in the mood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's really hard. You you can't uh, you can't really email and say I have seasonal depression and migraines. I choose nothing. I'm sure you could, but it's it's kind of a it's kind of one of those things that very few people understand. Well, and I think it, honestly, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal, but. It's more your mental, like, I think, I think that we as people feel like we should do these things that I don't know that that many people would be that upset if you didn't do some of the things you do or, or whatever. But I think the biggest part of it would be that, that, you know, it would bother you. It's something you feel like you should do. Last year I made two, two things for desserts. I made uh, gingerbread cookies, mostly for, for your, your mom and. And her husband because they love them and then I was gonna make another dessert and then that one ended up not working out so I was like I'm just bringing gingerbread cookies mm-hmm. and uh and nobody cared anyway because there were so many desserts and yeah. food there anyway and they almost forgot to dig into the desserts and and this year 
pretty much nobody dug into the desserts anyway that I could have made half the desserts that I made anyway. So I, I chose to make something that I wanted to go home with, which we, we went home with almost all of it anyway. And it's so good. It was so good. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you kind of have to choose things that, that are easy on you. And, and what I made it, it was an easy thing to make too. So that, that was kind of nice. I mean, you kind of have to just choose shortcuts along the way you, which it takes, it takes a while to figure these things out too. But, but I think too, you look at if you're going to a big party, you look at all the food there and you could probably walk in and not bring something. I think one year we forgot to bring something or we like couldn't bring something and we're like, oh no, I feel bad. And then you're like, there's, There's already too much food there anyway. Yeah, so. and then and then I'm like, oh my god, but I'm gonna feel so bad walking in. And then you're like, nobody's gonna notice, and nobody did notice. I mean, there's always way too much food at those things. So if you can't make something, it's probably not a big deal. But yeah, I I think that's that's kind of one of those things where if you if you have to cut down on something that's probably one of the places that you can start is just say you know what i can't make something for this for whatever reason and so yeah and cut down on one of the parties or you know i mean people understand that you're busy i mean even if you even if you don't want to tell them the main reason that you don't you don't want to say i'm seasonally depressed just give them a different reason i understand if you're not there yet because people don't understand or or people people want to say that but you can't be depressed it's the holidays and because i get it i get it i mean i i somebody asked me the other day how i was and i just said that i was good and i was like why did i say that i am so not even close to good (laughs) but it's it's sometimes it's just way easier to say that so I I guess kind of to simplify all that down to an explanation, basically what you're doing is you're looking at, okay, what typically is done during Christmas and what do, what do, I, need to what do I want to do to make Christmas memorable and what battles do I just not want to fight because let's face it, I'm just not in the mood. Right. And as nice as my husband is, he's not going to help me put up Christmas ornaments because he would rather just not have them up than have them up. So yeah, so you have I mean, to pick your battles of what you're going to win. Well, and I and I just like this year, I I looked at it and I was like, the decorations they're cool, but this year I just don't feel like putting them up for a month. Mm-hmm. They stay up for a month, and that's great. And and yeah, sometimes they stay up for longer. But I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. I just I'm too tired. I've been saying that for 10 years. Just don't do it. So, well, you know, is there anything else? I guess talk a little bit because I mean, we both we both hate social social environments oh, and God, going yeah. to things with large groups of people. Yeah. And this year's um, the worst for them, too, because like everybody feels like like I haven't seen you in all year. So let's get together now. And, and I'm curious. So. Going into those scenarios too, for me, because while I don't, I'm not even going to try to say that I'm anywhere near as bothered by them as you are because I don't think I am, but I just prefer not doing them, not being in that situation of large groups. I'd much rather do small groups of people and stuff like that. Yeah. But I find that my 
my solution when I'm in a group like that is to try to fade off into the background and just get through it. You know, if somebody wants to have a one-on-one conversation with me, I'll have a one-on-one conversation with, with them because that's where I, that's what I'm most comfortable doing. But for the most, for the most part, I try to push myself to the background. So I'm just kind of not even in the group, almost like I'm just there. Right. Observing everything everybody else is doing. So I'm curious. So that's kind of how I deal with it. And I know that the way how I deal with it, because it's not as a severe thing for me as it is for you. I was kind of, can you kind of talk about, so we go to a big Christmas thing, 20 people there. How do you, what's your strategy to make, to get through that? Um, Honestly, it's probably about the same. You know, because when we went to the one this past weekend, you and I kind of both did the same. We kind of just faded off into the one corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of great. We're like, you know, it's kind of quiet over here. It's just you and me. It's like we don't exist, and I love it. And, and every and, once in a while, we had to relocate to the other side of the room. Yeah. Because the side we were on would get really loud. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, we'll just walk over here now. Yeah. But then eventually the people would come back over to the side we were on again. Right. And we would just disappear to the other side. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that that was kind of great. So I, I do like that. But... And and I do I do like it sometimes if I can go with a buddy. Like so so you're kind of my my go to buddy, obviously, because if you can go with somebody and either either disappear with them or you, you know, you, you kinda have that, that one person that you can talk to and then, you know, maybe observe with them or, or whatever. But yeah, if I can kind of disappear but you know, if you if you all of a sudden start a conversation and then I'm alone, then I'm like, Oh great. Mm-hmm. So then the moments that you disappeared, then I kind of did the same thing anyway, just alone. I, I kind of just found a corner or I found food. <laughs> Not the best idea. No, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't do that very often. I mean, so, so yeah, I just kind of found a seat and, and occasionally I found somebody that I wanted to talk to, but not very often. Cause especially if it's a holiday party or a party in general, you got people drinking and if you're not drinking or under some kind of influence, it's you're, you're on a different level. And then they're talking about something far out and you're just like, I am not there. So, cause that's really fun when you show up to a Christmas party and there's three sheets to the wind and then you're, you're sober and that's really, really interesting. And then you just sit there and people watch. And that's the fun thing. When you show up and then you fade off to the corner and you people watch. That that is my strategy. That that's fun, but it's only fun for a it's, certain, a Exactly. While, it's only fun you know. for a little while because then then you're just like, well And so to be truthful, let's be honest, where that hits the the true fun part is that when you're not intoxicated and everybody else is intoxicated oh, and you observe yeah. them acting intoxicated that's always humorous yeah yeah um, well and then and then you kind of you kind of go around the room and you're like intoxicated not intoxicated very intoxicated how did they get so intoxicated already and you know but but yeah so my strategy is either i definitely like to go with somebody if possible because then you kind of know you have your ally but then yeah i kind of i kind of like to to just kind of fade off and and again like like you said if somebody wants to talk to me, they can come talk to me because you, again, at the, 
in, in a big party, you have your, your surface level conversations and, and that's about it. You very rarely have your deep conversations, but then if, if you do get those, those are the ones that the people really want to talk to you and they will, they will seek you out probably, or, you, or maybe it, it, it's just a chance encounter. And I did have a couple of those. Yeah. But, but they kind of either sought me out or, or whatever, or sought us out. So, so yeah, I, it, it, it it's kind of nice when you're just kind of fading into the background and then, and then you can kind of do your own thing and kind of be an introvert and you know, you, you showed up and, and you paid your time, I guess you can say, but, but then you didn't have to, to be in the, the whole hubbub of things and chaos, but then you actually get to have a real conversation here and there and, and you don't have to go through the, the same surface level conversation 20 times. Mm-hmm. So, cause I, I just, I hate those. I cannot stand those. I just don't like it. So this kind of brings me and it, we're going to get down in the weeds with this conversation. This Uh-oh. is actually, this is actually, I'm going to talk about something now that we should probably have talked. We should really have the conversation when we're high because it's a total high conversation. Uh-oh. Okay. So, now you mentioned so we we both we both do the same thing in a public event where we try to kind of disappear and just be off to the shadow and i like how yeah. you talked about how and i agree with you 100% the reason why i don't like being in groups of people is that exactly like when there's conversation it's all very generalized it's all very basic it's all very like right like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, right. blah. But or, nothing. Or it's stuff that we don't know about. Or, But yeah, it's very surface. It's, it's very surface because. Over and over again. Because unfortunately, when you're, when, a, when you're in a group of people, it's so unlikely that everybody in that group is going to know enough to have an intense conversation about everything. Because right. everybody's going to either need to be brought up to speed on something. So it's all got to be very yeah. basic. And, and to be honest, this is nothing against anybody that has these kind of conversations but those conversations are uninteresting to me yeah like if you want to talk to me i'm happy to talk to you but i want to like dig deep into what yeah man you know like like if we're gonna have a conversation let's if you're talking about something interesting to me i don't want to hear the top level i want to hear the second level third level of that thing yeah because i'm fascinated yeah right like like the conversation that we had over christmas about like why why i liked why i like portugal but not as much as the other vacation right I went right on. like that was a good good conversation that we had like oh it was this but not like this like that was we really dug deep with with that one with my aunt and i liked that one and she kind of she came over and she i don't know if she specifically sought us out or, or she just came over but that one was a good, deeper conversation. It uh, wasn't just about like, oh, so you guys were traveling. It started out kind of that way, but then it was, right? It was a deeper conversation. Exactly, and that's the kind kind of conversation you I like. Whereas with most people, when you and especially in a group setting, when you go in and they ask you about because most people ask us about vacations because. To, Quite frankly, nobody the, knows anything else about us, right? Because we don't we don't post everything we're doing on Facebook. It just happens that every once in a while we probably drop a 
picture of Portugal on Facebook. So that's like the only thing people know about us is that we're constantly traveling. Right. So, but like most of the conversations you're going to have with a person, they're going to say, oh, so you were just in such and such. And how was that? And then that's kind of like the end of the conversation. Well, to me, that's a boring conversation. Right. You know, and I love talking about traveling, but I will sink my teeth into right. a travel but I, conversation. Right, but I want to have a real conversation about traveling. Yeah. And, which you're right, with, with your aunt, that was a real conversation yeah. about traveling. So, but... But my what I what I'm wondering is is that okay so you go into these public events yeah and and you know we're doing the same thing to just kind of be there right and it makes me wonder and I'm curious on your response to this is that there seems to be like people that love that kind of interaction that the you know like level? like like or like just being in a group environment it seems like there's people yeah. that excel in that environment but I wonder if Nobody likes that environment. They all just have a different way of dealing with it. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like maybe there's a person like like for instance, I'll I'll use my brother as an example. My brother is very he's vocal a, in a group environment. He's yeah. not quiet at all. He's he's, he's going to be one of the people social. that talks a lot and maybe that's because he likes being in that environment. But maybe yeah. it, that's just his way of coping with being in an environment he doesn't want to be in. And that I'm curious be... what your thoughts are on that. Actually, that's a very good... Yeah, maybe that's how he feels like he should deal with it instead. And and instead, we're just like, I want to disappear. I want to go. Yeah, like it's not the right one One person's way is the right, but everybody has a different way of, way of dealing with things. Right. And I'm curious as to how many people actually legitimately enjoy being in that environment. Right. It kind of goes back to the or, whole fake happy thing. Yeah. Like it, how many, it's totally based like, on the fake happy thing. Like how many people actually want to be there and how many people actually want to go home and all, and all that stuff too. Like, and, and that's where when, when I was sitting there just observing the, the, the other night, I was like, okay, so let's see, this person actually looks happy, this person, uh, I don't know, this person, you know, and and I'd say I'd say at the one party it was maybe 50-50, and, and at the other party, there were a good bit that were happy, of course, they were pretty licked up by the time we, yeah, we but, got and there. That, yeah, I mean. And, and I think... I think that could be part of it, though. I think when alcohol is involved, that's a big part. Mm. So you take alcohol away, and it's hard to say. But I do think that you're right. I think that some people act the way that they think they should act. Whereas we're and just it's... like, you know what? I'm not going to act the way that, that, that I feel like I should act. And And this also brings me to a point where I th- I believe I've told you this before. I follow this this person on on Instagram. His name I I might butcher his, the way his last name is said. Simon Sinek. Oh and, yeah 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 yeah. And uh, he's he's an introvert, and he said when he goes to parties, he will go with an extrovert. That way, that person can talk to whoever, and then he can eat. Whatever he wants, he can. He doesn't have to talk. He could just, you know, go make whatever social connections he needs to make. And he's like, I don't have to do anything, but my friend could do all the talking, and I could sit there kind of quietly, make any social connection, and my friend 
can do all the socializing while I sit there quietly. And I think that's a brilliant strategy. I, I just think it's really funny. So for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, Simon Sinek, and we're, I'm pro- mm. we're probably butchering how you say his name, but he's like, he's like a huge business consultant slash author of business books. Now, I just find it hilarious <laughs> yeah, that, that I my <laughs> wife... My wife follows this guy on Instagram because that is not something she would ever care about. But obviously, something this guy said at some point in time actually it really was, per- I think, I think really that appealed was, to you because I think that was what appealed to me. That and I saw I saw that Ruben, uh, the Argentinian professor, following him, and I was like, I was like, oh well, he must have some interesting stuff to say. <laughs> so. uh so yeah, I I just thought, wow, this this guy, he's got some <laughs> some some brilliant a brilliant mindset. And I think we should swing back to. So Tracy had mentioned the term of, well, it's kind of like fake happy. And right. I don't know if we've ever talked about fake happy. Yeah, cuz on... I I I actually I actually read the entire lyrics. Oh, did did of, of fake happy. But but for anybody who doesn't who didn't listen to that episode or doesn't remember yeah, so basically Fake Happy is a song, and if you've never heard this song, I highly recommend you listen to it, because yes. it's, uh, it's one of my favorite songs in the whole world. But, but The it's video's basi- a little bit weird. It, the, not a good video, but but it, it's a song by Paramore, and basically the, the premise behind it is, is the, that the girl, that the person is struggling to be able to go into a public place and pretend that she's happy, and and then inevitably... More or less, what happens is she realizes, "Hey, nobody. What, what, what am I doing? Probably everybody here is is just as unhappy as me, and just pretending to be happy too." Right. So, so that's kind of the premise of that statement. Yeah. So, yeah, and you know, and it's like it's kind of funny because I look and it's just like, how many people here are fake happy too? It's like, well, if I'm faking it, what what's saying that they're not faking it? Mm. So, so yeah. So I don't know if I have any other questions. Is there any other tips? I know we kind of went off on a massive tangent there, but I thought that question was very re- relevant as a kind of a thought-provoking thing to think about while on the no, podcast. No, I, I, I like that. That I think that was actually a really good way to to kind of. But I, you know, but I guess to kind of wind it down, is there anything else you can think of that you do to prepare yourself for this time? Because obviously it's like the doom and gloom time of the year where you know, okay, I know this right. mood swing is going to come down. A lot of times because of the weather, migraines get out of control mm-hmm. and stuff. Is there anything else you do that we didn't really talk about to try and prep yourself for this time of the year? No, I mean, I try to get things as done as possible. I I have I have like this room downstairs that I was hoping to have finished and it's not finished it's it's like my yoga and office room and um it's not finished and I'm leaving it unfinished for right now until actually I'm kind of in a mixed state right now so maybe I can get it finished in the next couple days but uh but yeah I'm kind of not putting any pressure on myself right now and I think that's the main thing is that I have to remember at this point that I don't get anything done during this time because I don't like to put any pressure on myself because I'm depressed. I'm not happy. So basically anything that I can get done before this time 
in terms of like to-do lists, etc. You better get it done. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, uh, I that that's kind of that's kind of my main thing is get anything done before this time, because I don't put any pressure on myself to do any major to dos. So you this time. you kind of block this time of year off as just a black hole. Where, kind of where, yeah, where, and that sounds really sad and empathetic and and gloom and doom. But yeah, I kind of mark this time off of if I can get it done, I do. Unless it's a very pressing, you know, I have to go to the store or whatever. Because honestly, it's just not a good time of year in terms of moods, migraines, etc. I mean, there's days that I I actually can't drive because of migraines. But but yeah, I it's just not a good time to do anything. So whatever, anything pressing, I get done before this time of year. And otherwise, I don't put any pressure to get anything done. So that's that's the main thing I try to to do before this time of year to to uh, prepare. Otherwise, I just sort of know that this is something that happens every time this year. I kind of remind myself like, oh, yeah, it's here again. So and, and I guess I think with that, I think I want to close out the episode because I just want to reiterate this point. Because I, I do feel like there's probably one person out there that's listening to this podcast and thinks, wow, that is so not what Christmas is. Like, what a doom and gloom <laughs> view of Christmas. And, no, and I do and, like it. I do. It's just work, man. It's work. Well, and, and that's what I kind of want to reiterate to. If you're a person that really enjoys Christmas <laughs> and you're like sitting here listening to this podcast thinking, what are these people talking about? Um. I'm just going to go out on a whim and make assumptions, but you know, there are people in the world and you're probably one of them that enjoys going out and spending time with a large group of people. There are probably people in the world right. that enjoy the thrill of thinking about what can I buy this person for Christmas? What right. can I buy that person for Christmas? There are probably people that enjoy the thrill of, you know, Going out and cutting down that Christmas tree, putting up that Christmas tree, spending seven hours putting ornaments on it. And the important thing to say is, is that me and Tracy are not those people. <laughs> We're not those people at all. Everything I just listed, the thought of doing that is just dreadful to me. And even and, if you are, sometimes seasonal depression just makes it less joyful. Right. And, and that's that's the other point of it is to that a on a normal status point, we don't like doing these things. Like I don't, I, I'm not in a seasonal depression mode right now, but I still don't <laughs> like doing any of those things. And um, now imagine coming into this season already being in a low point because the weather's changing and it just puts you in a low point naturally. And then having all these things you don't like doing stacked up on top of it. And in a way... My theory is, as always, if you don't like doing something, don't do it. But right. in life, there are just times where you have to do things you don't want to do. And, right. and that's that's what Christmas is to me. So I, I don't want to make us sound like we're crazy in, in Scrooges, but, but it's just like, if you don't understand where we're coming from in this episode, I think that that it's probably because you don't really understand where we're coming from because we're just different people. And these these things that we talk about might be fun for you, 
but they're not fun for us. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's aspects of Christmas that I like. It's but it's just the the huge socialization and the there there's just so much that's just too much. Yeah. I mean, so I would I would much rather enjoy just, you know, throughout the year spending a week spending a couple days with each person individually than to have to go to these big events. Right. At Christmas, you know. Yeah. I'm so. not really sure why everybody designated this time of year to say I haven't seen you all year. Let's get together. Yeah. I I don't understand that. I still don't. I just Because it's all it's the way it's always been done. That's We should not let pressure from our ancestors uh, you know. To look around in society, man. That's why the way mo- most things are done because of that. So, I mean, this is the year we change things, Eric. Well, maybe next year because this year's almost done. And actually, by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be January. So I guess then this year, 2023. All right. <laughs> this is it. 2023. This... We're not celebrating Christmas. Well, no, we celebrate Christmas, but we don't get together just because we haven't seen people all year. We say, you know what? If I haven't seen you all year, that's your fault. <laughs> We say, I'll see you in next year. You should say that's their fault. You should say that's our fault. Yes. Because neither one of us made the effort to get say, together. Say, so. you have a phone, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right. I, I, I don't have anything else. I don't know if you want to talk about anything else. If, no. No. Um, we are going to do this for, what, two more episodes or three We're more gonna episodes? We're going to do this for two more episodes where you're going to host so that I can, uh, so that I can just sit back and relax and not have to plan anything i'll just edit yeah and uh and let drop an email let us know what you think of this new format if this is like something we should never ever ever do again (laughs) or if or if this is something that you guys just really love well i don't know if we could do this all the time because then eric would have to we could do this every so often My, my level of preparation for this episode tracy was very low so so, I mean, I could probably do this format quite a bit without much work. Yeah. But, I mean, it all depends it on It all the depends on what things we did. Like, that. Yeah. like, because there are certain topics that I don't have a whole lot That's to say I'm about saying. compared to others. But we could so. do this every so often. If you guys like this, we could do this every so often. Yeah. So, so drop us an email, stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. Just, uh, you know, you could, can write us an email from time to time. Just say, hey, I don't care. Or let us know what you thought of this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that email address, it, it wants emails. It wants emails. Well, so. It really does. <laughs> it does. So. But not spam. It wants good emails. <laughs> you know, so. So with that, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast player. And Tracy, where can people reach out to you at? Well, I just gave the email. Did you give the email? I don't think you did. I did. It's stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. I'm sorry. But they can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, and they can message us there. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. It's hard. I I would just send us an email because that's just way easier. Exactly. It's it's a little bit harder to to find the the messages there. But, uh, But yeah, you know, and I post there from time to time. So. Yeah. And. And I'll always do my uh, my normal pimp out because if you do like hearing more of my voice, you should check out the Milwaukee Mafia podcast. I really like that one. Normalized crime, mm-hmm. or uh, 
Fox City's Murder and Mayhem because that's those, my favorite one, even though it's it's gonna it it's not go limited now. Yeah, it's going limited. We're not going to be releasing as many new episodes because poor Gavin is just too under overwhelmed with having to prepare them all. So and write all of his books and, and yeah, oh my just, you know, gosh, the, it's the, like the guy has a life or something. something. Yeah, Ugh. he has a career and he. <laughs> He never envisioned having that, and it's it's really frustrating to him I right know, now. So. I know. He can't just wake up and do a podcast and go to sleep again like so. I do. <laughs> so. So, so, yeah. So, check those podcasts out if you like listening to me. If you don't, you probably shouldn't listen to them. Yeah, well, oh, you still should. You, you still, still should. should. I honestly love those ones. So. I really do. Those are my favorite ones. So, so with that said, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode featuring this lovely voice with a little bit of that lovely voice. This and, lovely voice. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you guys in two weeks. Later. Thank you.